Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them, with your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Skipping my step, whistling the battleship theme, which I could not recreate for you to save my life right now. No one can. Not even the composer can. <laughs> Steven Jablonski, I checked. Uh, you wow. Fucking perfect. You looked into this movie, huh? Yeah, because like, it started to sound like, uh, oh man, it started to sound like the score for Stranger Things at certain points. And I was like, <laughs> I wonder if the same person. Nope. Nope, not wow. the same person. It's so reminiscent of Michael Bay. Stranger Things is not reminiscent of Michael Bay That's, scores. That was right. my takeaway from this movie, is, and I think that goes for Peter Berg, who's the director, uh, mm. just in general. Is like He's like a nice Michael Bay. Yeah, I yeah. Would, I well, would almost argue though a less talented. He's not as good as Michael. Yeah, Bay, which is but he's weird he's like say. a nicer. He's like Michael Bay's like kind of meeker, but overall nicer kid brother. Here's my thought on Peter Berg. He's a fantastic producer, writer, director, actor, and vampire. Uh, we'll he, get into that later. Yeah, <laughs> he's. Uh, this might be the third best Michael Bay film. Yeah, oh, hold on. The Rock, Armageddon, Armageddon, and then this Battleship. I'd put Bad Boys ahead of those. Yeah, what I'd about put bad Battleship boys? above Bad Boys. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like a real close tie, and time will tell. It's funny. I was watching. But I love this movie. I was uh. watching it with Marina last night, and like we're like halfway through it, and that first half is is a struggle. Um, <laughs> yes, it's character development. That man. first yeah. al- it's character development for a character you don't like. I would like argue Taylor the, Kitsch's character is very unlike. I would argue that the second half is also a struggle. Well, at least uh, stuff starts happening. Yeah, that's like true. as soon as they start playing Battleship, I'm like, yes, I'm here. Forty minutes in, it takes forty minutes for <laughs> the aliens to show up. And right before that, they presume that we we're gonna follow and care about these characters watch taylor kitsch play soccer with his brother alexander skarsgård <sighs> which i don't believe in any universe yeah like there's the opening all right so what the thing i started to say was that there's a point halfway through the film where i kind of looked at marina and i was like you know this is like a this is like a nice michael bay this is like michael bay if he wasn't mean-spirited and literally the second i said that the nerd character emerges from the bushes and sees brooklyn decker and the uh, the legless veteran and Thinking, says are you a cyborg that yep. was insane yep I was like, oh my God. That happened. <laughs> like, that means that he's happened. a scientist. Yeah, he's a scientist. Committed to the totality of cinema forever. <laughs> yeah. He's a scientist who monitors like like satellite dishes in Hawaii. Like he's supposedly this brilliant man, and he sees who what is clearly a man with two prosthetic legs and shouts, Are you a cyborg? Yeah, this is also like, a guy who earnestly told you're on the phone with nasa goes nasa yeah. <laughs> yeah why that that scene is insane where it's what? like we need to get nasa on the phone they're on the phone whoa we need to get the state department on the phone they're on the phone whoa what? What? like the smacks keep... of roland emmerich because there's oh, also yeah. that line it's very where is the, he the president i don't even know no he's like the defense why did they secretary of defense him? huh why did they contact that guy because he was like he was operating the radar the satellite array where the objects were going to land. But yeah. they didn't land there. They landed yeah, they did. Near the battleships. Right off the water. They, la- they landed very close by. But like the battleships didn't seem to know. That's true. No but the guy running like, like nobody the con- shack. It's weird that they didn't NASA play. should know this much earlier. Why would right. One thing? Right. <laughs> right. 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 Like, but, because like they, they learn like when it's falling into atmosphere, right. which is not how NASA operates. <laughs> right. They should have but seen that's that fine. years ago. That's fine. Suspend your disbelief, people. It's called Battleship. <laughs> I will give it this. It has battleships in it. A lot of battleships. <laughs> it does. And that's what we got to remember. Everything that I'm going to say for the rest of the podcast needs to be tempered with the caveat that remember this movie was announced and everyone was like oh geez a board game franchise movie new low 2012 but uh (laughs) this movie's way better than it ought to be i had several moments during the film where i i just had this existential crisis (laughs) sort of of sorts where i was like it is insane to me that this is the battleship movie yes They made a battleship movie. Someone sat down. They're like, "All right, we're making a battleship movie." And it's this. And someone was like, "Aliens." Yeah. yeah. And it was, and they went from there. Weirdly, a, a human aliens. They the look aliens. Like, they look like the lead singer of the Offspring. Yeah. Like they have like <laughs> they, all, the, all, they have like the surfer, the, the chin beards. They they're like all just Thanos. They're all like just surfer. Yeah. Four, four bunch of Dexter Guy Hollins Fieri's. running around. Yeah. 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 
four finger gap years. That was that was really shocking to me because they look great with the things but on. But geckos they take them also they have gecko eyes. They have oh, gecko eyes which, and like gecko hands. Oh my hands. god! I need gecko to talk eyes. about that because the the there is so much. to Are talk we about getting ahead film. of ourselves? I yeah, don't know. Give us a give us like a plot breakdown. I got to talk about the lizard eyes real quick. All right, because that line is insane. This is a sign of a great movie. Yeah, he has to get it out. The Matt Damon looking guy, Jesse Plemons. Yeah, Jesse Plemons. Um, Todd from Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's chubby Matt Damon. Yeah, and he's the, the he's, husband of season he's two of Fargo. Damon. He's, um, he's Kirsten Dunst's husband <laughs> that's trying to help her cover up the, the yeah, fact oh, yeah. that she Not ran over movie, Kieran Culkin. Jesse Plemons, who I should learn the name of because he's quite good in things. Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. Um, he go he t- t- puts on the helmet of the alien and realizes that it's like an extreme sunglasses and he shows the guy the picture of his lizard and he's like, they have the same eyes as my lizard. And when I took my lizard to the beach... Why did he take his lizard to the beach? But when I took my lizard to the beach, it went crazy. They don't like the sun. That is the opposite of how lizards work. Yeah, that's not they true. They are famously they're cold into blooded. the sun. Yeah, they're cold blooded. They go to the. They exist in the but desert. I he's I not talking about and, like I went ahead and googled this too. All right, yeah, keep going. <laughs> their eyes, to, like he, yeah, he's talking about their eyes, but right. that's just not how lizards work. Um, they love well. the sun, like. <laughs> That was just I. Uh, sorry that, that the whole that whole true, thing. Maybe chalk it up someone to can write in failure of battleship, which I love. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if someone if there is a scientific thing about lizards' eyes with the sun, someone let me know. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure lizards like the sun. That's why you have UV lights. <laughs> They're when you have super a into the sun and yeah. hot rocks. And they like, they have to be in the sun they to know live. How the sun works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was weird that these creatures are like, they have lizard eyes, and these creatures were just baffled by the existence of sunlight in this movie. Does not um, change, I have no comment because it does not change my unwavering spirit okay. toward this movie. Toward Battleship. Okay, wonderful. Abe, give us a brief plot rundown So, of this uh, in 2005-06, we sent out, like, via laser, even though that's not how radars work, uh, <laughs> we sent out a message to... Uh, uh, the planetary area of Gliza, which was like all the rage in 2012 because there was a bunch of Goldilocks planets, which are like not too hot, not too cold. They give an explanation. And this is movie. like a thing we've done where we've targeted like possible yeah, clusters yeah. and sent SETI yeah. has aims at it all yeah, the time yeah, yeah. because they're like, hopefully they're like us. So we sent a message and then, you know, six, seven years later, we get a message back. That's a thing that I need to point out. Yeah, no, no, yeah. <laughs> the amount of time is a problem. <laughs> well, unless they're faster than light travel and it took... S- no, the amount of time for the signal to reach them. But it's supercharged and lasery. <laughs> it's like, lasery. I, I, was, I was willing to accept this. Yeah, I mean, like, you we're looking at, like, it would take... <laughs> even if it's, like, relatively close... Isn't it, like, 40 light like years 40, away? Yeah, yeah, so even that, it would take about 40 years <laughs> yeah, for and that that's signal radio, to get there. So it's, you know carry the remainder 60 years right. to get there fair enough i'm not anyway continue. <laughs> continue so we get a message back and all the while <laughs> for like 40 minutes of the movie we get introduced to this group of people the hopper brothers stone and alex yeah uh stone stone hopper, hopper. is not the main character and not a minecraft item either <laughs> uh but like so what it is is that they're like trying to get their life together. Uh, Stone is the one who's like the older brother who's trying to take care of Taylor Kitsch, who becomes our protagonist. They're setting up a... So he gets his life in order and becomes... He gets involved in the Navy. And then they have war games in 2012... You're uh, skipping over the burrito scene. Yeah, I don't need to talk about the burrito scene. Do it's not, not really important. I he how, finds this love of his life, it's which how the happens movie opens, to be the daughter of Liam Neeson. And they spend... Several minutes on it. Oh yeah, First they bring, it's a callback later at, yeah. at the end of the film. I also yeah. I need to sorry sorry to keep interrupting, but I need sure? to note how the brother joins the navy because his his older brother because he he the burrito the gets tased, bro. And I'm I mean maybe maybe I'm wrong about this, but I don't think you can just say okay that's it you're joining the navy to your brother. Uh, we don't know what okay situation. because he gets he just says like he, he like signs him up like it's karaoke. Yeah, like he's yeah. just like I'm. I'm putting you in the navy, and then he's right, and then, in the navy. and then and we then, need a game changer. And then six years later, he's a lieutenant. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not how officers work. Yeah, that anyway. was very. <laughs> it is if you will it. If you're as good as these guys are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So what happens is they have like so. Here's where Battleship, the title and the uh, 
property of the board game comes into play is they're doing a war game thing while aliens fall. One of them breaks up an atmosphere by hitting a satellite, goes to China, I believe, mm-hmm. and like just wrecks shit up. Global box office. Yeah, the yeah. 9-11 Hong Kong. Yeah, in, like, the first, well, I mean, like, it's like kind minutes. of a Godzilla nod in a way uh, because it's aliens. Uh, not that Godzilla necessarily is an alien. I'm just saying um, that's probably what he was thinking, Peter Berg, when he was doing this. Anyway, that's like Act One. Act Two and Three are basically this long-standing battle uh, with multiple ships. About like five of them. I don't even know. Yeah, because it puts up, the main alien ship puts up a big bubble. Yeah, and they put up a big bubble that cuts them off from the rest of the world. They're trying real hard to stop the communications of the alien. Meanwhile, playing these war games with the aliens who presumably can't see them unless they fire within the line of sight, which we're get, we'll they, get they into do later. Like a, they do like a predator-style threat assessment. Yes, I was about to like say, a, they're H- not... Like a HUD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not... We don't... I mean, for all we know, I know they're, they're, they don't ask permission, but they come down and they just need to use our satellites and they're trying not to hurt us. Well, no, they specifically target infrastructure. Well, they and, infrastructure and they, yeah, they, yeah, they come down and attack like, the highways to cut oh, off. Oh, right. The, they yeah. send the robot yeah, so like, yeah. They just want to make yeah. sure that they can contact. They're, they're just robots on the ground, essentially, even though they're not So they just robots. Need to, Are they phoning home? Is that it? Are they're they phoning home. Yeah. ET phone home. What a, well, weird, what, what a weird goal. For the aliens. Well, I, that's what I mean. Is like they seem to not. They tried not to kill people. Like those yeah. the robot Langoliers. They like it goes up to yep. a little kid, and then it sees it as a kid, and it's like, oh, okay, and leaves, and then demolishes a highway, yeah. which and probably has several, several children. Kids, but it meant well. Like they're trying not to kill us. Wait, you called them Langoliers? Robot Langoliers. See, I called them metal hot snakes. Nice, <laughs> but uh, that is a lot better of a term. They're hot or metal langoliers. Roly, or fire roly polies. Right, is right, right. One. Also <laughs> Which are hilarious. These are all accurate. Ridiculous things. <laughs> this The aliens, their plan, it's a real disorganized invasion. Um, yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, I, what, really I, I guess what it, I mean is they meant, they were trying not, they were trying to like, it seemed like they were trying to protect themselves. Right, it was just, like... They needed to use our phone. It was almost like an exploratory and mission that was like, let's just, see where the signal came from. Okay, there's stuff here. Let's radio back. Like, I assume... Because they never tell you what the aliens' plan is. I assume right. because they're vaguely humanoid and they come from an Earth-like planet that they're like, okay. And we get like a brief like psychic flare when it grabs, I think, Taylor Kitsch's face. Yeah. Um, and we see them doing this to other worlds. So um, I think they're just like yeah, pirates. No. It's like... Pacific Rim. <clears throat> they did it Independence Day. Yeah, yeah, all of that. Oh no, it's, it's just that's, that. That's why this movie's great, though. Is it's just a grab bag of all your favorite movies in one. Sure, because it's Predator. It's Independence Day. <laughs> it's it's bur- all. Of it's Burrito Thief. But that was Midnight clearly, Burrito yeah. Thief. <laughs> Midnight that good, Burrito that, Thief. That great that, film. You know, clearly, it's all the good the classic oh, film. Oh no. So the writer knew, like, okay, we need to make sure people know these aliens are a threat, and they're yeah. just like, just have them psychic the alien. Randomly, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you touch them, you see their plans, and then they never yeah. do anything psychic ever again. No, like, yeah, <laughs> don't get because it's not. Is useful. he psychic? Don't care. No, I don't think so. Do not care. <laughs> movie great, and all right. So here's the reason this movie is great. I'm dying to hear why this okay. movie is great. There's one basic thesis sentence that everyone in this movie is super, super intense, like. We look back at the aliens. We look back like aliens, the movie. We look Mm -hmm. back at all these, like get the gang together and like fight some, you know, fight some aliens, some foe. There's intense people, right? Peter Berg goes unnecessarily over and beyond the amount of people that need to be intense for this movie to work. And that (laughs) makes it single-handedly the most intense movie You're right. Everybody is intense. I kind of attributed that to the fact that it felt like 80% of the cast weren't actors. No, like they had all these veterans and and they had like Rihanna and like, and it felt like, I I mean, I shouldn't call her not an actor, but like it all felt like people who their first career wasn't acting. And I I felt like the director was just like, just yell your lines either. Yeah. It's this angry intensity or like what I think thought of it is all the soldiers like, like hate demand things (laughs) like uh, it just never goes away in this movie though. Is the thing is it just, it's there from the get go from stone he's like you must join the navy and it's just down to every extra who's like i don't give a fuck shoot the shit 
you, you know, like we're under attack. Everything is important. And it's just exactly what I imagine the, uh, the military Hollywood, the picture that the military has been painted by right. Hollywood in these types of films. It's just the well, perfect version of that. This was like a recruitment video, right? Like they, I think they, they worked had, with the Navy. Well, they worked with the Navy, so there they were trying to make the Navy look real good. There are two sequences it's of like them like so prepping patriotic. a battleship to ACDC. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Thunderstruck. There's a it, it's it's like the the two the 2010 like the 2010s I don't know what you would call that decade right it's 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 that dick it's this decade's Top Gun right like it's just so much like the Navy is great <laughs> like, the I mean least, right it's great I felt at least I they felt, got the insignias right they usually don't yeah I felt like I was being like um like blackmailed into enjoying the film because they're like you can't not like the Can't vets. Not like these veterans. Yeah, we're gonna get a bunch of old veterans and have them fight aliens. Well, the, the, the All legless, I thought was that is incredible. The legless unsafe. guy has to be a veteran, right? Because oh, yeah. he's certainly not an actor. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. And to be honest, he's got one intensity, and it's yeah, all the his way expression to never changes either. Yeah, he's just the, like. I'm going to kill everything yeah. and you got to do it this way. And I have a dog and I'm slightly vulnerable and I don't like it. <laughs> and they even like, they do play rock music over all the, like the veterans having the physical therapy and stuff. Yeah. Like they make everything. It's a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I will say, all right, I, I, I like the, I liked the battleship action. All right. I'm just going to say that. Yep. I like the drop in the anchor, flipping around. That was dope. Um, there dope. wasn't enough of it, but I I would rather have a movie without any of that and actually, uh, obviously, p- maybe with better acting, just that the guy with the two prosthetic legs, just his journey, I think would have been a really interesting movie on its own. Like if you didn't see this big alien thing that was happening and it was just this guy who is rehabilitating and this woman that was taking him out for the walk. That's and, like, fine. The dy- That's a good I movie. think that would have been a really interesting movie. That could be. I think... This man chokes out an alien. Exactly. He does. What? How more patriotic can you get? That just says America. A legless vet choking out an alien with his metal legs. Yeah, it's after driving a truck through through their little camp, where again they weren't hurting anybody. No, but they were going to contact their friends. And hopefully just leave. Or what if their friends were going to come and they'd be like, here's uh, the secret to sustainable energy. Well, and, the fact they blew up like, several warships and collapsed the interstate, probably. Yes, but they d- weren't trying to kill anybody. You guys are getting off topic. The warships <laughs> the warships were tried to kill them first. But then yeah. they would even, like, even when they would blow up the warships, they wouldn't blow up all the warships, just the ones that were... That shot at them. Shot just at the them. That, but then yeah, they went, then they, then they the went to the go. base and destroyed all the helicopters. Yeah, they were just... But they didn't... They're trying not to kill people. Infrastructural threats. Yeah, yeah Anything exactly. that's a threat. They were trying to reduce... Goes. And I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm just saying they're an alien race from another... Uh, who fuck knows another where. dimension. They could be like Klingons. Like, they're a little rough around the edges, but they're trying to mean well and just make first contact and... No, they're Help not. us. What we are don't you know. About? They're not interested at all. No, they're they're phoning home to right, bring another 5,000. They make no attempt to communicate. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. It's they're like, just rolling they through might like just a be fucking tornado. Yeah. They they're just, just like, you don't matter. Yeah. Don't give a shit. It's not that they're not trying. They're trying not to kill people. It's just that they're not like, well, well fuck maybe you, they're just matter. trying to leave. Like your aunt, that psychic, that psychic vision. What if he's just having a mental breakdown? Because it doesn't make sense. It makes more sense. That he's just crazy at that moment, right? And he just imagines them. I don't know if it's better. It's definitely a thing. I want you, I just want you guys to know that in, like I mentioned before about how this is just a grab bag of all the classic hits. This movie, like Top Gun, for no reason at all, just has sand games at the beginning. Right. There's a soccer game. For just to set up between the Nagata and yeah, the United States and Japanese Navy, just to make that, and then they like okay. So the other reason I really like this movie, one of 108, uh, all the jokes in the movie feel like they're like Taylor Kitsch's, like they're letting them out, like they thought his his stylistic improv. Would be good. Would be like a big thing. Like the scene in the, the mirror future. where he's like trying to come up with how to, how yeah, to ask. He's oh, like, man. Yeah. He's like, sir, let me marry your daughter. What's your deal? You know, stuff like that where he's right. trying to practice it. Or it's just like when Nagata comes in and he's like, were you talking to yourself? He has this moment where he goes like, yeah, I was talking about you. And he's like, oh, you want to do this? And he's like, mm-hmm. And it's just that 
whatever ma- uh, machismo that makes Tyler or Taylor Kitsch work for this. Right. This was his moment to this be the next Chris Pratt. This was his moment to Pratt. be the next Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah, exactly. He sort of... I, I Did he say th- Jerry Lewis? Yeah. He's a great humanitarian, sir. It's not a good improv. It's not a <laughs> no. good joke. It's just timing. It's just the fact that he's quick-witted and the wit is secondary. That's perfect for, <laughs> for what this, this character. movie is. Yeah. Right. He can think of something to say really fast. It's not funny. No. But he thought of it. <laughs> Gone are the days of the John McClane. Do, do you think it was like every take ended... With Peter Berg being like, cut, okay, that was that was fine, let's move on. Like, just sort yeah. of letting him, yeah. And they also have to make the trope of, like, the Maverick, who's also very smart. Like, when he's talking with Liam Neeson. Uh, he knows the he Homer quotes line. Homer quote, yeah. and he's like, the fact that you know that infuriates me beyond words. And I'm like, yep, that's all you need. Yeah. Why wasn't this scene in Aliens? <laughs> so he knows Homer. He knows a specific quote by Homer enough to finish it. But he doesn't know the art of war is not a Japanese book. Right. Yeah. They had that whole back yes. and forth. With that was the a art whole thing. I, I bet that was another another Taylor Kitsch improv, like shucking and jiving. Remember, this is <laughs> just, a movie that doesn't quotes, know that it was Chinese. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And this is a movie that quotes an internet meme, like unironically. Which one? The in 2012, if you remember, there was like. Not all the rage, but just it was there in the zeitgeist. The idea that like someone falling through the, uh, uh, oh yeah, Seven Eleven, yeah, and like breaking down all like they fell through because he was trying to, and they shoot it in the same way with yeah. the same angle as that video, yeah, where the it. guy falls through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're just doing that. Why? Because it was, it was, it like, was it hot. Might as well it was be, real hot. It's like in the same. It's like a We're producer trying to bring the like, kids in. Yeah, but like grumpy cat. (laughs) It's wonderful. It's so wonderful. I'm glad you like it. I felt like it was just too much movie. Um, It felt like they were packing in a little too much. There's a lot. Yeah, it's like two hours. It's a little over two hours, but like that first hour, man. We got again. I was watching this with the Marina, and we got to a point. Like we checked the time, it was like forty-five minutes in, and Marina was like, "This movie is so long." Yeah, there's no aliens. They, God, come, it's they great. come at the for, they come at the forty-minute mark. That first hour is real tough. Yeah, I want to remind you that they, there are people. These are some of the people in the movie, and this tells you everything you need to know. Mr. Robot is in the movie. I saw him. I was like, "Oh, that's Rami, Rami Malek. Malek." Yeah, Jesse Plemons. Jesse is in the Plemons. Movie. Yeah, Liam Neeson and yep. Rihanna. Right. Liam Neeson was there for a day. Is barely in yeah. it. Yeah. Perfect though. That's how you use Liam Neeson. Well, yeah, they were just unless like, he's Liam Neeson fucking just... Michael Clayton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They definitely told him like just they be did, you and take it. Well, they they did the exact opposite of what I anticipated was going to happen and what I gleaned from all the trailers is like, oh, they're going to go to these war games and Liam Neeson's going to get blown up right away, and then it's going to be like Taylor Kitsch is going to be right. surrogate dad and also husband. But no, that's not what happens. No, no his brother gets blown up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I want to talk about Scar's the brother gets blown, blown the fuck up. Yeah. That that sequence. Stone. Did you guys? You guys remember the sequence where he gets blown up? Yeah. The, so yep. th- this is an important no, important thing we need to mention is the alien ships shoot the pegs from the game battle. Yeah, which I thought yes. was great. Which is um, fine. Enough. But they they fire it onto the brother's ship. And they, uh, it was that thing. I, I mean, I guess I'm not supposed to care, but they don't shoot it like an emotional scene. They shoot it like an action movie where they're like, check out this explosion. And it's a major character dying. Yeah. But my favorite thing about that is the only, the, the only pegs, major character who dies. Right. Yeah. When the, yeah, although America. there's definitely some old veterans dying. Oh yeah, movie. you definitely he, see some old veterans get consumed how, by walls of flames. One guy just had a heart attack. Apropos, yeah. of I don't right. know how he didn't go to jail for doing like that. You can't just take a bunch of old veterans. And then, they and wanted like, to, and for then America. blow them up. And like they knew how the ship worked. Still, like they, I feel like you some of them. Forget. There'd be a few that'd be angry that Rihanna was there, and like right, just be, yeah, like, they're real a bunch li- that would just yeah. get lost. Like <laughs> yeah, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, your hangout those, man that's those, not these veterans yeah, some, some of those veterans are old enough that yeah that would be a problem yeah I it's feel like, like they're like it's they like, would say something if, yeah if a black woman came in they'd be like what yeah um but they didn't yeah but they didn't but uh going back to the because they're good guys they cut 
<laughs> and I still don't know who this guy is, maybe because I wasn't paying attention. They cut to the scars guard, his brother's face, and he knows he's about to die. It's a weird expression. And then they, they, then they then cut to the other brother's face, watching him die. But in between those cuts, they cut to just some other guy going, no, like a close up. Yeah, you guys noticed that? Oh yeah, it's yeah, the that was the, cut I've seen. It was the EXO, or not the EXO. Like, it was the guy who uh, was like flying. Like, so he was from. I, if I if I'm correct, he was the guy from. I forget the name of the ship. Flying to the John Paul Jones to pick up Taylor Kitsch. So he's on the like team, I guess, of Stonehopper. Right, and he's just on the job john paul jones now it just felt like a so guy intruded like, on their emotional yeah moment. that's true it was like a weird it was a weird thing brothers to versus but brother of arms yeah. Yeah. yeah it was a weird thing to cut to it is a weird thing to cut to because there's not enough they didn't do it justice it does it's just fast cuts you know like yeah it felt Roland like they needed, Emmerich, they needed something yeah, they needed something like, to go to what yeah. makes this pop i don't know just <laughs> move around a just bit just add a guy in there yeah, yeah just yeah. throw a guy in who's like no uh uh, so this movie features not my f- not just my favorite, but my two favorite extras of all time. Go on. Featured oh, extras. Shit. So I'll start with number one, which is the gunner on the deck of the uh, John Paul Jones, uh, where it just keeps cutting back to him, even though he does not those, matter. Th- those two guys? Yeah, those they have like guys. a whole arc, and you never arc. you never even see their faces clearly. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, got a chin strap. He's yeah. got covered They're up. They're both mostly. wearing like mo- yeah. And I wrote down his lines in preparation for this. <laughs> I didn't write them down all of them. There's oh, like no. three or four more, but <laughs> this is his arc for the beginning of like this is how you're introduced in two scenes. These following lines happen. So the aliens fall, and he goes, "Are those things aliens?" <laughs> And then immediately says, we're all going to die. And then they fi- the aliens fire a bunch of shit. And he goes, what the hell are those things? <laughs> and then they fire the, I think, the, the ropey fire snakes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, the fuck's that shit? Yeah. <laughs> so he, and then immediately after that scene says, I didn't sign up for this bullshit, <laughs> yeah. which is how I'd respond to first contact. Like it's just unbridled confusion and yeah. fear. Right. <laughs> the guy who dies and his last words are what in the chuck wagon. And then yeah, he dies. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, so your last words are chuck wagon. Yeah. You went to death. Yeah. Those two guys, they also like comment on who's in charge now. It's uh, it's Hopper. They're like, we're Oh, all we're gonna- all going to die. Like they're like, they're like the chorus in a Shakespeare. Like we, yeah. Keep cutting yeah. back to these two guys who don't matter. Their inflection, regardless of what they're saying, is the same. It is <laughs> it's volume 10, like max yeah. volume, and it's like incredulity 10. Yeah, like incredulity. they're just like, Whoa. So that's also why my number two <laughs> is there's, he only has one line in the movie and he absolutely kills it. And this guy is uh, so near the beginning of the war games, Hopper, the main character, Hopper, yeah, uh, Taylor Kitsch is summoned to his brother's ship and a guy comes to tell him like, you need to go to your brother's ship. Right. And he outranks his brother. And this guy's just like a petty officer, just like Rihanna or Jesse Plemons. I assume maybe Mm -hmm. he's higher in rank, but he's just there to pass on the message. You're coming with me now on a fucking helicopter. (laughs) And, Taylor Kitsch's response is, why? <laughs> and his response is, I don't know. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't care. What the fuck are you asking why for? This is the military, you piece of shit. Like, there's so much subtext in the way he says, I don't know, that I don't think Daniel Day-Lewis could get the amount of volume and range out of that line that this guy does. It's a pretty solid line. And he's clearly not an actor because he's just one note the whole time. He's just super intense. There's There's more than one moment in this where somebody in this film where somebody delivers a death blow to an alien and says a cool thing and then ends it with motherfucker, but they, mother- they cut it and off. they cut it off before motherfucker. The old yeah. people do it too. I yeah, think. it happens twice people. where they cut off. They yeah, say it, mother and they cut off. Fuck yeah, it right. happens two times. Only yeah. the you don't get time. that twice. Yeah, you don't get that twice in the same movie. I also like, but they updated it. <laughs> you see, because the second time it doesn't just cut it off with fire. 
uh, like the firing of a gun. The second time he goes, let's drop some lead on these mother. And then it cuts to Taylor Kitsch who says, fire and then they right fire. that's true. so it's renewed maybe they were you trying see, to show you see? yeah yeah it's slightly different but it's maybe the same it's the movie being like you remember this thing well, yeah. what if we twisted it yeah what maybe if we made it kooky yeah it's were, slightly different they were showing like now a link between old navy and new navy too maybe uh-huh like yeah see they all they're all the same well my favorite part of that is when they're firing up the missouri which is a museum in pearl harbor big mo to acdc to acdc uh they're getting Almighty all mo. They're getting all the old, uh, all the old war veterans to help them so that they have a full crew. Yeah, which is insane to me because there's no way they had a full crew. Also, why were the veterans just there? weren't they? Didn't they take shelter? They like yeah, they're just, just sitting there. The just... one guy sitting there on the lawn chair. Like you don't see the aliens. Yeah, Man. these guys are acclimated to war. Guys. That's true. Don't sure, think too sure, much. It's their, war is their baseline. But also, you're absolutely right. What the fuck is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like he gets when they when they fire up the the uh, engine. With with the other uh, chief uh, petty officer that we've been the the big guy Beast I think is his name, mm-hmm. um, like the our, the army veteran is like you may want to cover your ears right before he, he turns on the engine mm-hmm. and then he ignites like the steam or whatever to get the engine started. No loud noise occurs. Uh, it's in the soundtrack. There's no like boom. It's just like a like it's like a like the steam coming. Like, there's not a loud noise, so I don't know what the. Right. The fuck that old man was. Maybe he's hearing things. Maybe in his declining years. Yes, that may be true. <laughs> it's like every time he just, he just hears periodic he just screaming. Hears, yeah. No, you may want to cover your ears you, for the shrieking. Yeah. You hear that shrieking? That's <laughs> well, the ghost of this ship. This movie does shriek at us a lot. I of found. course. It, yeah, it's a very shrieky movie. Yeah. The alien ships just sound awful just terrible well they well everything about so i'm sure you guys might actually like this is like my fifth time watching this movie sure uh every time we see like when like the aliens are hurt or they're hit by a missile they sound exactly like et in panic (laughs) they always go like (laughs) going back to my theory that the aliens are nice no, that's fair. That's fair. But like panicked ET, not panicked like comfortable. Yeah. Like I'm wearing your your mother's clothing. ET. Right. This is <laughs> ET where he thinks he might die. Right, which is the most terrifying version of ET. Yes, absolutely. Uh, they have the best weapons, also, which is like the most killingest weapons of all time. Uh, somehow these destroyers—they're called destroyers. Yeah, it's a ship. Uh, one thing that's like I don't understand is that they were in a war game, so they probably weren't using live rounds, and they like switched to live rounds immediately. <laughs> like immediately, they're right. able to just let down ammunition on this thing. Oh, I don't within you don't, minutes. You don't fire blanks in war games. You just don't fire. You just don't fire, but yeah. you're armed. I assume. I oh, mean, I think naval ships are pretty much armed all the time. I just thought having explosives in case someone yeah. like, stumbles and pushes the fire button is like, oops, I mean, I don't just killed a thousand <laughs> people. Yeah, I don't I do. I cannot speak. I mean, it, the, the guns may not normally be. Armed, I figured but, they, they, but they don't fire blanks and they don't fire game. blanks. No. They just they like, just don't fire plan the trajectory of it, it'll be like a computer. OK, you're dead. You know, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's oh, a right. Ren Faire. Yeah, they definitely yeah. wouldn't get like Navy warship blanks. No, you I don't. don't there's no, there's not those. a 1000 pound blank <laughs> that they but can yeah, fire. Yeah, out yeah, deck I, out imagine they have, I imagine they <laughs> that don't would have. just be wear and tear on the camp. Yeah. It'd be insane. Yeah, but they OK. So the aliens seem like they have way better that aside. Aliens seem to have just the best weapons because they can fire a shit ton and it just destroys a destroyer and like one hit, even though I know it's like a right. bunch of rounds. Um, and then after that, they released the metal ro- uh, roly polies. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's just like, they didn't need to prove this movie did not need to prove to me anymore that they were better at fighting. But it still did. I didn't. Yeah. Get, I yeah. I didn't get the metal roly polies right because they released them on one of the battleships. Yeah. But it was like the the Pegasus bombs were working just fine up yeah. until then. It, yeah. Like uh, those things felt like they were unnecessary. Um, well, they destroyed the things on Oahu and the island, but yeah, it's like just fire pegs at that. And also, you don't care about things. Everything is in your you, control. Again, is why they might 
be good because that, that's more of a precision. There's no, Maybe the there's no, Langoliers are more there's no strength. way they're good. Maybe, well, the and I feel is, like you're, you know yeah, this, you're really and you're trolling us right man. now. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> the roly polies were brought in for a reason. And yeah. sure, one could argue maybe just because some somebody thought of them and was like, let's put them in the movie. Yeah. But they're specifically brought in to do like these precision yeah. strikes where they avoid civilians. Just because you're avoiding civilian casualty does not make you good. Not good, but it just like, doesn't see you as a threat. They yeah. Were, like, wh- I mean, maybe they're saving us up to be slaves. Yeah, or eat us, I guess. Or eat but us, like, yeah. All bad My things. point is that without the psychic... <laughs> The psychic scene. God, there's a psychic scene. Yeah, um, you really don't know what their plan is. Exactly. And at that point, it, it could be, it's aggressive, but it's not necessarily, it could be them crashed on Earth and they're just like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Call up the, the mothership. Well, the f- the, the That's f- their like, only purpose is they're like, just the landers. Just, and like, well, it's, the fact it's, they, like, it's like Star Trek where it's just like, okay, well, let's try not to fuck too much with well, no, they throw people. up a bubble to protect their ship right? and yeah. to keep the area closed off. They cut off the infrastructure. They destroy all the aircraft. So they don't want anyone coming and interfere. Yeah. I'm pretty and sure then they their job... Gonna... <clears throat> I'm, I don't know. I, I feel like it's very clear that their job is just to land there and send home the message like, yeah, it's real easy. Uh, just in case but, they send a small contingency and there's like... There's probably another spacefaring so, race that kicked the shit out of them, and they're like, "Hey, it's not so, easy, so maybe don't send everybody." So the idea is the they got the message already, and then they're like, "Let's yeah, it's scouts." No, they're just let's, sending. Let's they're like, they got the message, and they're like, "All right, what's this? Let's see if we can dominate them." Oh, we can send the troops. That's what it seems to be to me, because that's how war games works. Right. The film? No, <laughs> just general. Or they were like, let's let's save this planet and let's go down there. And, You're you and you we'll are aliens. There's, there's, there's you you know this is wrong. <laughs> I mean, I know it's wrong because of like the one viewers, the viewers, vision. the viewers, the viewers can't see your yeah, fucking face specific. right now. The yeah, listeners can't yeah. see your face right now. But you no, know, but this did is bullshit. you think that of Pacific Rim? I'm saying <laughs> that no, is no, a psychic. No, no. I'm scene. saying that I know that it's. I'm saying that until the psychic vision, we don't know. Oh. So it could be either way, right? Like it could. Technically, until the psychic vision, they could be just like a aggressive kind of misunderstood. No, every race. everything they do is like a conquering step. Yeah, or a control step. And the idea of like orbiting. that would be like that would be like a, a United States ship touching ground um, in some undiscovered island or something, not making any attempt to talk to any of the people there, and then just immediately setting up a giant electric fence, destroying their roads and also destroying mm-hmm. any aircraft they have so they can't get anyone in or out and you're forgetting like the there's s- no way that's a peaceful mission you're forgetting the scene where <laughs> i mean i know the odds are they weren't peaceful <laughs> like, you're forgetting just, I, I see where you're coming from but you're forgetting the scene which is totally coherent to this movie and i understand how it's not coherent to literally every yeah one to else. any other film uh it's almost in support of Taylor Kitsch's uh, character, which is that he drives on there with Rihanna and the other guy. And the they chief. Go, yeah, the chief. Chief uh, Beast. Beast. And they uh, they drive there in the little, like, scuba boat. <laughs> and uh, and then he goes, like, over the intercom. Like, he understands that they're going to hear him. Says, like, uh, stop what you're doing. Uh, you're in like oh, don't orb us when they first I don't like that you're land. doing that stop like stop what you're doing uh, you have one more warning you have been warned and like it's just like his assumptions on that boat are makes I love, him the fucking worst captain ever uh, not ter- to mention that when he does become acting captain his first job thing he does is make is, someone else captain but no, no he, he rams oh right yeah. or he or he orders to ram the boat he's like we gotta ram this fucking he boat my brother we're gonna murder we're us gonna all. just murder everyone yeah, and then, and so like, there's sailors first... in the water he's yeah. like I don't give a of fuck. course yeah let cooler heads prevailed but you know yeah I and like, then it's amazing when he first when they first drive that mini boat up to the ship i like that one of them i forget who says it's the north koreans i'm telling you and it's like no it's, it's not it's some random yeah some random guy on one of the boats i like that peter mcnichol plays the defense secretary that never gets a name 
Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they were there just for what's expositions. The, yeah, they just kept being like, "Hey, government here, checking in." Check yeah. So here's yeah, what's exactly. happening. Here's what's happening. Hey, we're the government in this. Movie. Anyway, we're, we're gonna go. we're gonna feed you some exposition because <laughs> Peter McNichols' only f- function in this film is to be like, "What do you mean? What's NASA doing here? Well, they're aliens. What do you mean aliens? Well, they've yeah. come and landed. What do we know? Like, it's just it. It's just he's. He's like the, not not even really an audience proxy, but it's just like an expositional device. Yeah. That's the only reason his character. That's why his character doesn't even get a name. I feel like <laughs> you guys are overthinking it. This is a movie where Rihanna fires point blank an alien with a gun. Turret. A debt gun, yeah. Like, <laughs> an alien that avoids killing any of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, here's the funny thing about that scene. <laughs> it's when the alien goes into the goes inside their ship, the John Paul Jones, and what he's he he's gonna like dis- saving his other. Buddy. He's gonna, well, that's that's earlier. This is the one when he goes down oh, into like the later. engine room, yeah, and he's gonna destroy the engine. Yeah, yeah. And Chief Beast starts fighting him um, until finally we see that he's gone from green to red in the alien's vision. So he's like, okay, yeah. you're a threat because he like cuts the alien's foot off or something. Yeah, he, he fucks with his him. foot. Yeah. So he kicks that guy's ass, and then like. He's, he's he's registered with him as, as as red or whatever, and then Taylor Kitsch come and shoots at him ineffectively, and he just kind of smacks him away. Yep. Like, and we see in his HUD that Taylor Kitsch is like green, but his gun's red, so he just like smacks the gun away, and he, it's like his gun always starts as red, and then he turns red. I think. Right. He smacks him away, then he gets shot in the back by Rihanna, mm-hmm. and he turns around to that, and then she runs off, uh, and then he turns back around and decides to, and Taylor Kitsch runs away. So the alien decides to like chase Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, I like. Was that. like, what about like the big guy was the guy that actually hurt you? See, that is surprisingly consistent though, because look at how they. Because he's fight. not even the last guy that that shot at him. The last person that no, shot at him the, was Rihanna. The aliens have ADD. Like they don't like find the strategic benefit of like killing one thing and then moving on like it's a tower defense game. Oh yeah, I wasn't talking about that. They fire at something until something else fires at it and then they fire at that. Oh yeah, my content's not, my comment is not content. My comment's not a strategy thing. It's like, it, the fact that he's chasing Taylor Kitsch doesn't make sense because it's like why didn't he, why are you fo- like why are you pissed at him because he's not even he's not the one that hurt you and he's not even the last one that shot you but also why that is, is he why didn't he just, just keep messing with the engine because what we yeah know he completely about, forgot about yeah, his mission too yeah what we know too, about yeah. them is that it's it's that that I mean this mission where they're stupid. like are you a threat you're not a threat if something's not a threat I'm gonna continue doing the thing I'm gonna do yeah. This mission is super dumb because they we we clearly know that they can just well the funny thing is throw a bunch of pegs yeah, at them. or point. or send the 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 hot metal snake which yeah. they do yeah, like so the, having an alien land on there to dismantle the engine is dumb when they show us like thirty Maybe minutes later Intel, what if? but like hot what? metal snake literally cuts that ship in half yeah. Yeah. and they've known this is true yeah this could happen if, what if they're like hey we want to reduce casualties because we're not so bad so can you go on that ship <laughs> that might be and it they, and, and, and then finally they're the just engine. like fuck it we want to we're trying to give them <laughs> our space candy. And they don't want our space candy for some reason. So, so we're going to try really hard to work them. with them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, uh, mean, I, I guess there is a point there. No, there, there's not. There's a point in that there's. <laughs> Dave's introducing a lot of elements that are nowhere in the film. Well, the aliens know. are surprisingly non aggressive for. They're just minimizing but like, casualties. Even casualties in that sense, like on that ship. Like, they, they, they don't. I'm not saying that they aren't aggressive and they may want to enslave us all. Sure. Like, I feel like they're red donning us where they're like, look, if you just lay low, they might be. We'll just, we'll we're just going to run things. Like yeah. Robots, we'll, we'll be your new emperors. Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. Like they didn't seem very interested in killing us. So I would have wanted to hear them out. That's all I'm saying. But all they would say is. Yeah. Right. So we wouldn't understand, which we is what makes we don't know what's happening. Yeah. First contact right. of aliens and humans via Taylor Kitsch, so yeah. fucking amazing because he's just like you are going, you are now going to be boarded. Like he doesn't give. He the, just goes like it's like identify just, yourself, please. They have a mini gun at that. Prepare to be boarded. Yeah, boarded. it's just like yeah. he doesn't give any time for them to be also, like. Wait, hold on. What's your language? Also, they send one man out there to walk on the, like. Naval vessels, I think, can detect like radiation and stuff. So it's like they send one dude out there with no instruments of any kind. 
to just start climbing on this thing. Yeah, do they yeah. Have I mean, and stuff. Did they that, have drones in two thousand? I don't know. Not in the zeitgeist, but probably yeah. Probably yeah. Uh, but I, like, you don't want your main character to be a drone. You got to give the movie some license in that regard. I mean, Wally is very good. Yeah, but that's a movie about Wally. They should have Wally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair. This is a movie about Taylor Kitsch. This is a movie about Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> and his wonderful love story that has very little use in this film. Right. right. Between two characters who are barely on screen together. It can be summed up with the phrase chicken, chicken burrito. burrito. Yeah. yeah. Something Marina pointed out to me in every one of the, the love interest scenes is one, she's wearing three different shirts. So yeah. it's like so many straps, but like, <laughs> and this, and Marina zeroed in on this. It's like her, they deliberately put the actress in a bra that's too small for her. That's for Michael reason, Bay is for reasons because yeah. you can see the strap just cutting into her skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's that's like, that's we do that typically in these types of movies. Yeah. with the sexy like. Yeah. Also, I, I know why they do it. It's just they do that in San Andreas with Alexandria Daddario. Daddario, yeah, Daddario, yeah, like from they, uh, they True do Detective. Any like attractive woman mm-hmm. in her twenties in an action movie gets that treatment and we're <laughs> has not to wear safe. clothes that don't fit her. That yeah, was, exactly. It was one of the most unrealistic aspects was the relationship because it begins with him breaking into a convenience store and being tasered in front of her. Which like, right. Here's here's with, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, here's your burrito. I think like, that's the, another meme reference slightly too, because it's like, you got tased bro. Right. A little bit. Like, I know they don't actually say that, right. yeah. but like, Here's the most plays around with that. Yeah, here's the most unrealistic part of that opening love sequence is oh, that okay. love interest is uh, Brooklyn Decker is in there alone, um, just waiting at the bar. For some reason, she inexplicably comes into a bar demanding a burrito. Yeah. Like she, I'm hungry. I'm gonna go to the bar. And Why? Like go to go a to literally way. anywhere else. There's a that serves food. That's open right over there. Yeah. Get your yeah. burrito. Come to the bar. Right. Um, so she's standing there. You know, beautiful woman, not with anyone. And then Taylor Kitsch like comes up and does his thing. Is like I can get you. Like he's his he borders on. He's like right on the border between charming and intense when he does this. Yeah, he's Tom Cruise <laughs> um, in Top Gun. So he's like, I can get you a burrito, and then give me five minutes, and he like vanishes. And so like there's a stretch of time where, and he leaves his brother in the bar too. And reminder, his brother's Alexander Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. So there's this period of time where there's like just. <laughs> You got Alexander Skarsgård, just a gorgeous muscular man <laughs> sitting by himself at yeah. a table, and then Brooklyn Decker, gorgeous woman standing by herself, and they're just like, "Well, let's wait for my stupid brother." It's like, no, why would why wouldn't they? Like, talk- they would be talking to each other it, at least, so, like in a friendly way, right? Like it's also like. If, if yeah, you meet a guy at the party, and he's like, "I'll get you your burrito," and then and disappears. Leave, I'd be like. Okay, moving on from that interaction. Right, like, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be like, let's see, let, see. Yeah, let me see who else out. is in this bar that's by themselves is not talking to anyone. Oh, Alexander Skarsgård is sitting at a table by himself. See, I, I think there was like, just an off-screen dialogue because they hint at it in, when he's uh, Taylor Kitsch is in under the ice. He's like, do you know who that woman was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that, that was the daughter of Liam Neeson. So right. maybe there was an interaction. I don't know. I'm not apologizing for this movie it just needs no apology (laughs) (laughs) i think there's one one of the more shocking things to me was the fact that this movie ended with the song fortunate son yeah (laughs) what a strange choice really inappropriate (laughs) because until then they're like yeah metal acdc and then fortunate fortunate Son. son But you see, it's because uh, Taylor Kitsch is the fortunate son. Yeah, it ends with him walking like off with Liam Neeson to get a chicken burrito. Properly. Oh yeah, <laughs> to no, talk a, like to discuss his, his what terms of surrender. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is such son a starts fading in. Such a weird like, way to talk about your daughter, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, that was really fucking. I did like that though. Dated though the the permission for the daughter. I mean, I know that's it's just what it is, but I, don't, I think it depends. Like. Marina brought that up while we were watching it. She is. She was like, for a while, she really wanted, uh, like whoever would eventually propose to her to ask permission for her father. But like, she didn't care about it anymore. When, that was when, like when we got engaged. Yeah. yeah. Like, so she was like, yeah, you know, I just I wanted it for a while and then I just didn't. So I, yeah. I you know, it just I depends mean, on the person. You guys know we're L.A. people. This movie is made for NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy who made Friday Night Lights. 
you know, like that's why Taylor Kitsch is in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but I um, feel like I mean, he also even made, NASCAR would be like, no, this movie nope. doesn't make sense. They're, they <laughs> think this movie is awesome. What else did Peter Berg make? He made uh, uh, Hancock. Oh, um, he's all over the place. He's done. He's yeah, done he's a like, lot of TV. He's done very bad things. Was that Peter Berg? I don't know. I feel like it was. Anyway, I, he didn't get on the map until Friday Night Lights for me. Um, but yeah, the, I I did like that part where he finally goes up to Liam Neeson's like, "I'd like to marry your daughter." Liam Neeson's just like, "No." Yeah. Nope. You, uh, yeah. Very Liam like, Neeson. No. He's like, I saving the to, world is one thing. The hand of my daughter is another. I yeah. want, I, yeah, I wanted it to be just like, no. And be like, you, you're, you killed so many. You're a terrible Fortunate man. son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nagata just punches him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <says> like, aliens, <laughs> aliens, aliens. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the best version. I, of I, I did. I liked the scene early on when he gets into a fight with again this is weird like i wasn't for a while i wasn't clear whether or not nagata was in the u.s navy because their uniforms nagata are, isn't he's, I, I know he's yeah, not okay. for a while i wasn't clear because their uniforms are very similar right. and then in that scene after he and taylor kitsch get into a fight they're both getting dressed down by liam neeson and i guess because it happens on an american ship but uh he sends them all out and in the scene where he's like it's the scene where he does the homer, homer quote and gets quote, pissed off yeah. I was reminded of Phantom Menace because you can see Liam Neeson's so tall that his head is touching the <laughs> the ceiling of this room. And, and room, if you've ever been in a naval ship before, it's, they're they're built for like humans that aren't that size anymore. Right. Yeah, like they're very like my dad knocked himself out on a bulkhead one time just because. And my dad's not a tall man, right? But he was just running through the because it was like some you know urgent thing. They're for just like connect, collided. people who are like five nine. Yeah, yeah. But like, so he's bending over and his head is still touching the top of the the uh, the ceiling. And in he Phantom was, Menace, that was a thing that like fucked up their whole special effects process. Yeah, you got to put actors on boxes. To yeah, they reach had, their height. They had built like the sets only so high. And right. He's like way taller than. But that. they're shooting on location in an actual warship. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, them trying to them trying to in that scene, the hoops they go to to make it look like that he and Taylor Kitsch have the same eye line is amazing. Yeah, that, <laughs> like, it's a lot of work, and they still kind of don't. No, like, yeah, he's hunched, and like Taylor Kitsch is probably on a box, <laughs> and yeah, even then they're like it, not quite. Level. He's like normal human, and Liam Neeson yeah. is just a yeah enormous. He's human. Slender Man. He's, a giant. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. a giant. He's a sl- <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. He's forever just the guy from Taken. <laughs> It's not as bad as uh, a movie we are eventually going to do with Randall uh, Steel when they try to make it look like anyone has an eye line with Shaq. Shaq, yeah. <laughs> Shaq is just not long he from is, the earth. He is a mythical creature. <laughs> yeah. He is so big. He's just the, he's like, what are your bones made of? Steel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, I, I love that drop anchor sequence so much, though. Like they do. Like, this is what I, I said earlier in this podcast, like, that it's a better movie than it should be, because it's Battleship, I'll and that's give it, dumb. It's not terrible. And they go a lot of, they do a lot of effort toward, like, making it kind of cool, like, little, like, trickery that they, like, yeah. hoodwink the aliens, like, they shoot out their lights, in yeah. one scene because they know this little piece of information like that's just good sci-fi i'll give it you know like mm-hmm. I, i'd say it's good action it's good action sci-fi i i'll give it two two things that i really enjoyed about it is like you just said the action is interesting they try to make the action not just, Could it just we're gonna blow it? each other yeah out. They, they mix it up a lot yeah which that, i appreciate the anchor thing was really neat like they they definitely try to make this big CGI sequences keep my like people's attention and it did and I also really I guess respect how surprisingly much they try to adapt the game yes when they're like okay it's pegs yes. and then they have the big buoy scene and right where and, they're literally going like f11 yeah hit I I was I, I don't know like, if it yeah. worked, but I was like, "Wow!" I was like, right there with it. It's, yeah, it, they worked it in the story, and like, remember when it was announced, everyone collectively went, "Ugh!" Yeah, and was like, "Why are you making this as a franchise?" And they actually made it like a thing that actually works for the story. It's not great, 
Like, it's the best version of that. And they didn't have to do that. People are still going to go. The people who wanted to see this movie were going to go to it whether it was good or not. Right? Yeah, that's true. Why did they, they could have just phoned it fucking in. Why did, they didn't. Tell me your experience of seeing this. Were you excited to see Battleship? I was not. And that's why it was so surprisingly wonderful for me. Did you see it in the theater? I did. <laughs> I saw it in theater, uh, and I saw it because we were like, let's go watch this. It was actually during my, like, like I had a phase from, like, 2009 to 2013 or 12 where I just would, me and my friends would go to bad movies that we knew were absolutely going to be bad, and it ended with this movie because I was like, we can't do this anymore because Battleship's great, but it started with Van Helsing. Oh, Mm. oh man <laughs> yeah and we're like we need to do this because that we walked out and we're like uh <laughs> like we literally like walked out of van Helsing and we're like what the fuck because i was like on the steven summers high of the moment, oh yeah and like for 10 years <laughs> and i still what was that, like 2004 yeah it was 2003 2004 is right yeah, around there and so it start, started with that and then like our, my friends from high school were like Immediately as we got to the parking lot, we are like, every uh, year or so, do you want to go back and see Van Helsing? <laughs> even though we've walked out that was an such hour a, into it. That was, oh, you, you didn't even stay for it all. I didn't stay for Van Oh, Helsing. it's an incredible That's experience. A, oh, really? it's, it's, I know. It's, it's like an I Frankenstein, which I know you guys have done it's yeah. one, it's, on this podcast. It's one of my favorite bad movies. Yeah, it's so bad. And it's, it's weird that, I mean, he's making some okay movies now. Like, he did... He did G.I. Joe, uh, the first one, Stephen Summers did, which yeah. is not good. But then he did uh, Odd Thomas, which is an adaptation of Dean, Dean Koontz's book right. with Anton Yelchin. And that, that one was pretty good. But it's it's striking how quickly he lost it. Yeah. Like, he went he went from The Mummy, which was, you know, everybody loves The Mummy. And he, and he like, wrote that, too. Yeah, and then so, he went into The Mummy Returns, which is very bad. So I was like, I was all in, and I was like, well, then anyone can be bad. And so it, like, yeah. then began this, like, 10 year journey where I was like, I'm going to watch the worst movie, like the movie of the year that I think is going to be absolutely the worst. From what I think of is going to be the worst. Right. Mm-hmm. And every year it paid in dividends. It was just like, yep, that was the worst movie. And Wait, I what, the what, right are, one. what are some that you, that you did? Oh my God. Actually, no, it didn't start with, uh, it didn't start with Van Helsing. It started with Aeon Flux. Oh, that movie is bad. That that's such a bad movie. What is that? Oh seven, oh six. Yeah, uh, around there. No, it's a little earlier than that. I think it might be two thousand two or something. But I don't know. Now I gotta look you it ch- up. Now you gotta look at it up. Yeah, man. Because that era of more like, than I do. The, I feel like it was uh, earlier mid, though. Mid two thousands is a wasteland. That era of like underworld yes. style CGI underworld, action. which is like two thousand two thousand five. Two thousand five is Eon Flux. So yeah, underworld like, was one of them. Yep. Um, I actually liked the first Underworld. Yeah, that wasn't as bad, but I was still I couldn't get over like for the same reasons I couldn't get over like I Frankenstein for like how like what gargoyles right yeah yeah, yeah. that <laughs> you is know like fucking gargoyles. I was like why are why are fucking oh why, why are they fighting vampires fighting wolves why no. and then like Twilight comes out and I'm like I guess this is normalized <laughs> you know yeah, like, yeah. yeah. they just pick two types of horror creatures out of a hat yeah. now and they're, uh, and they're fighting um maze runner was one of them more recently mm. like so there's a bunch of ones that i was like i was calling my shot and i never quite nailed it but then battleship came along and i was like i'm you. sure this is going to be the worst because i mean it's a board game and then it just blew me out of the water you were in that fun. theater listening to fortunate th- son so, watching those credits yeah. <laughs> standing clap yeah Little lay of yeah. I'm trying to remember what else came out in 2012. Obviously, John Carter, like friend of the podcast, Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, I didn't watch John Carter in theaters because I, I, I was never a comic book guy, so I never like did that. So I didn't even know what it was. But I was like, I'm sure there's some fandom related about this. I'm sure it will please some people. I knew that Battleship would not please anyone. Right. But I was proven wrong. <laughs> it pleased you. It, it pleased me. It tickled me to no end because like... I don't know. I have nothing really more to say about this film. You watch it and it's all on the table. It's just the intensity of it. It's just, it's resoundingly about its own self and the military. And it's like supremely patriotic in the way that films didn't, hadn't been for like there's over the top patriotism in films and there's, 
and then there's like slightly propagandist films. This movie, I don't know where to put it on that spectrum. Like it's not it is very, Top Gun. It's bordering on propaganda. It's, it's pretty. It's propaganda. Oh for man, sure. I'm, like, I'm scrolling through a worst up list for 2012. Ooh. What else is on there? The Raven. Ooh, The Raven. Ooh. That's my boy. Mm, haven't seen that one. The Paper Boy. Mm. Oh man. It, but these weren't big blo- box yeah. office hits. I mean, the uh, campaign. You remember that movie? Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ! Oh, that was uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell, yeah. Um, but uh, the Total Recall remake. Oh shit! Oh wow! Wrath of the Titans. Oh yeah! Oof. I should have talked about that movie. The I love that movie. Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Alex Cross. Alex I enjoy Alex Cross. Cross. Oh man! I could, I could enjoy, I could um, defend Alex Cross. <laughs> I could defend Clash of Titans or Wrath of Titans. Oh, good to know. It's stupid. My it's favorite, so my favorite part of Clash of the Titans is that Danny Houston plays Poseidon in it, but <laughs> in scenes that were clearly deleted because you see him one, one or two times very quickly in the Olympus stuff, and he doesn't speak. Poseidon is just like a walk-on. Yeah, yeah and like it's like waves. you got an actor that we recognize to play a god that's like famous, and he doesn't say a word. <laughs> he just, <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Oh man, that was uh, that was Sam Worthington's time to shine. Oh man, Sam Worthington was a uh, was another Taylor Kitsch, I think. The last thing yeah. I really want to say about this movie mm-hmm. is that uh, in that drop anchor sequence, mm-hmm. how insane that is, and that's like the set piece of the movie. It's how they like it's the finishing stroke, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because then everything is done, uh, and it's the ship that is well, creating the orb, and then they. Now they're freely able to bomb. The well, then island. they have to go get that other ship. Yeah, sure, but also, this is the one that breaks them loose. Now all of the right. world. Can it's now weird attack. that. Yeah, it's weird that that takes a while because they blow up that dome, mm-hmm. and then they go back and get that ship, and then they come back, and then finally planes come in. Like I don't know what they were doing. In they were time. fighting the other ships that were keeping them away from the orb ship. Oh, okay. So, and then remember, there's that line where it's like, oh, I didn't think that that one moved, which is just a writer saying, like, there needs to be an excuse of why. Yeah, we need to point out this ship is now closer to Oahu. Oh, yeah. uh, Because it, you know, whatever. Um, But (laughs) what I wanted to point out is that drop anchor sequence is insane because Hopper knows exactly how long the anchor will take to turn the ship by like a half a second. He's like, wait for He's it. Like, wait like, for it. And we're talking like thousands of meters. He has like a quote. He he, he says like, we are going to die. But like, he, 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 he yeah. sets it up. Like he has something clever to say. Yeah. He, he says, Nagata's like, we're, like, we're going to die. And he's like, you're going to die. I'm going to die. But today's not that day or something and then like that. Anchor drop. Anchor drop. Yeah. And then... And then let's drop some lead on these mother fire and then they <laughs> shoot everyone. So oh, it's perfect. It's a yeah. perfect sequence. It's also like he says drop the anchor and they don't do it right away. They're like, no, they what? don't. And, and I'm like, like, do it. And, and those then, missiles miss by like yeah. slivers. A very tiny amount. So, like, yeah. so he like is both simultaneously a captain that can do that and also his first job thing when he becomes captain <laughs> ram, ram the ship. <laughs> yeah. so he's simultaneously the worst captain and the best he, has to, he nearly has to be subdued by the crew because well, he's just screaming ram the ship we know he's got skills yeah literally because... subdued they're like don't do yeah. that please and he's like ram the ship and then he finally goes alright maybe we should ram the ship <laughs> like literally everyone was like it literally cuts to the gunner he's like wait he's in charge we're gonna die <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a moment where our hero is yeah sub- physically subdued and out of his mind which which yeah, you see earlier in the film in the soccer game where he's like i'm right. the one who's gonna take the final shot and he misses, he misses completely. So, that's a good moment it's right. like, uh, <laughs> yeah it's like echoes it's like yeah it's like poetry it rhymes <laughs> <laughs> they do the thing it's where like they keep- homer yeah, it's like Homer. <laughs> they keep tell like we know he's got skills because everybody tells us he has skills. We never yeah. see his skills. We, see we see zero Until evidence of his skills. It's needed. Until he does the drop yeah. the anchor. That's, yeah. that's I do remember that when Liam Neeson's like, You have skills. I'm like, What? What skills? What are they? Because yeah. he can't steal a burrito and he can't kick a soccer ball. Right. That's all we know about him are but things he can that he quote can't the do. Shit out of Homer. <laughs> like without skipping a beat. And he can fight a Japanese man. That's all we know about this. I guy. found that scene really awkward too, by the way. Yeah, that was weird because he doesn't like. He, it's a weird insult he does, and then it cuts to Jesse Plemons. I think fucking 
yeah. walking down, and it sounds like it kind of sounds like fucking. Yeah, it sounds like lovemaking. Um, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. yeah, and don't. it was like, what are the, what just happened? And then he what, like I backs rewound away. it. I think they're like, trying to do that joke because okay. that joke's like pretty lowest common denominator. That's true. I think they might be hinting at it, even though they're not explicit. But then they should have yeah. showed them start to fight, and then you cut to the guy watching and going, oh, and like walking away. I mean, the fact that they didn't show them start to fight, it right. was just. It confused me. It was like, but awkward. the setup is like, I'm, I'm gonna it's pretty just sure say, they're gonna I fight. Think... He kicked him in the face earlier, right? Yeah, but you're right, you're right. They, they, it's an awkward they edit. skip it. Yeah, they another film it. that came out in 2012, Rock of Ages. Mm. <laughs> is that the Wahlberg that one? Uh, Tom Cruise. I'm thinking Rockstar. You're yeah, thinking Rockstar, Rockstar yeah. <laughs> but uh, this list that I looked it up of the worst films of 2012, you know what number one was. Battleship. It was Battleship. Yes! Yeah! Yes! <laughs> I win! <laughs> it's the best, worst movie ever! 2012 edition. 2012 nice. edition, yeah. Oh, man. Any final thoughts? Nah. On I ye think, old Battleship? Nah. I, you guys got go watch it immediately. <laughs> I think it's pretty boring. It's not the worst disagree. movie we've ever had on this show. but it's, What's the worst movie you guys have had? I maintain Probably Streets, Streets of Fire. Of fire. Um, Oof. Oof. That, because here's the thing is it's okay when a movie's bad and funny or bad and interesting. Streets of Fire, I had to watch several times because I was just falling asleep during. I think <laughs> the worst bored. Like the worst film is The Master Disguise. Yes, that movie is Cuz that movie, I mean, but it's but it's it's bad in a fascinating way. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like, see, that's what Streets of Fire is just boring. Is yeah. yeah. Master yeah. Disguise I feel like might have hurt lives somehow right like someone some kid watched it and then they grew up and it was really fucked well, up that little head. kid was jamie loftus right <laughs> <laughs> the pie scene the pie scene is one of the more disturbing things I've seen in the movie. but uh yeah i think battleship's just kind of dull i mean the second half picks up a little bit for me but the first tower is pretty hard unapologetic through and through fascinating to me but that's, that's why i'm here yeah <laughs> Well, Abe, do you have uh, anything you want to plug? Where can we find you? Well, you can find me at uh, our Patreon. Michael Swam and I have Small Beans, which probably most of your audience knows already. So patreon.com slash smallbeans. We have a YouTube channel as well. Um, You know, just come see our stuff. We do videos. We do podcasts. And we're like the sister channel of Gamefully Unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys are very good. Yeah, it's great. Well, thanks for doing it, man. Hey, thank you thanks guys for, for having me. Thanks for making me, me watch Battleship. This is a blast. And I <laughs> did that. I totally you did, did that. that. I forced myself on this podcast. <laughs> it just kicks in the door. What about Battleship, you guys? It literally happened that way. Yep. <laughs> I kicked down your door. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thank you so Bye-bye. much. Yep. Bye-bye.